Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. It is the Monday after Super Bowl weekend. I am recording this before Super Bowl weekend. I have no idea what the vibe in my house is going to be like when you are listening to this. Let's just pray that the 49ers get a win and my house can be a happy one. Ugh, I did agree to watch the Super Bowl with my husband. And I don't know about you, but honey, I am excited for this Usher concert. I freaking love Usher. Like Usher just takes me back to a time in my life that I loved very, very, very much. And I'm so excited for the Usher concert. That's what I'm viewing the Super Bowl as, the Usher concert. I don't know about you, but I am very excited. Maybe I'm going to put on a little performance for my husband, show him my non-dancing and singing skills. (laughs) Should be a good time. Anyways, I hope that you are having such a fantastic Monday. I hope that the Monday after Super Bowl is peaceful for you and your household. I am looking forward to today's episode. This is something that I've been talking about a little bit on Instagram recently, and a lot of you have been reaching out, sharing just how you would appreciate me putting something on the podcast for you related to improving your relationship with the scale. So I had shared recently on social media, and I'm pretty sure that I shared it here, that I went for a physical checkup because I am um, establishing care with a new primary care physician, and I granted her permission to weigh me. And this is the first time that I have been weighed in over four years. I was weighed in very early 2020 when my husband and I decided to get life insurance and they send a medical examiner out to your house and all that. And I don't believe you can refuse to be weighed. I stopped weighing myself in 2017 when I made the decision that I was going to give up restrictive dieting and spend some time really healing my relationship with food. And at the time, I had a pretty dysfunctional relationship with the scale, I think to say the least. I stepped on the scale multiple times throughout the course of the day. The thing that made me happiest in the day was if the scale went down. I felt good about myself when the scale went down and bad about myself and disappointed and frustrated when the scale went up. It definitely was something that felt like It was playing a negative role in my life and something that I did not have a very healthy relationship with. It was very much like a great day based on the scale or a real shit day based on the scale. And I knew that in choosing to give up dieting and really work on healing my relationship with food and introducing foods back into my diet and really working on overcoming binge eating and learning to become an intuitive eater, I knew that my weight was going to change, especially because 
coming home from my honeymoon, I was on the smaller side for myself and my body and what I had weighed in the past. I gained a significant amount of weight on my honeymoon after I reached my lowest adult weight leading up to my wedding, but I was still on the much smaller side in terms of how much weight I had lost. Coming back from my honeymoon, I was still down, I think about 115 pounds. So I knew that I was going to put weight on. I just knew that the way I had been eating up until that point was like 800 calories a day. Chris and I have just recently been talking about how I used to literally like live off of egg whites and rice cakes and protein snacks. Like I did not eat meals with him. If he randomly was like, let's go out to dinner. It was like, no, I can't do that. And I knew that the way that I was eating was not something that my body was going to maintain when I went back to a normal way of eating. So I made the decision to put my scale away because I just, at the time, did not have a healthy relationship with it. I did not have a healthy relationship with my body. I did not have a healthy relationship with the number on the scale. And I didn't believe that it was going to be something that would benefit me in my healing journey. Do I think that the scale is inherently wrong or bad? Absolutely not. I don't think that any of the tools that we can use to, you know, make sure that we are maintaining our weight or creating awareness around the size of our body or creating awareness around what we're putting into our body. I don't think that any of them are inherently bad. I think it's the relationship that we have created with tools like MyFitnessPal and tools like the scale that can be so toxic for us. And I just knew that I wanted to get to a place if I ever introduced the scale again to my life, get to a place where I really could just see it as a number rather than something that meant more about me. So I recently allowed my doctor for the first time to weigh me and I was very surprised that I've only gained eight pounds over the last four years. And that's something that I'm incredibly proud of because as a woman who has packed on 40 pounds in a month in the past, there of course was a fear for me when I set out to heal my relationship with food that like I would go crazy with food and I would feel out of control and I would just nonstop eat. And I very quickly realized that that was not going to be the case. And I knew and trusted that my body would settle into a weight that felt good for it. And understanding that not everybody, everybody here on earth is meant to be 125 pounds or 140 pounds. Not everybody is built to be incredibly thin. And I think we have this standard and expectation of ourselves that we're all supposed to look the exact same way. And we're all supposed to look like the models that we've seen on the covers of magazines and on TV and the ideal beauty standard that so many people look to isn't necessarily going to be achievable or maintainable for somebody. I believe that my healthiest weight is a weight where I am living a really happy and fulfilling life and I'm taking the best care of myself that I possibly can. That's why in gaining weight since my lowest weight, I have not felt bad about it. I have not lacked confidence. I have not felt like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong or bad about me because I really worked on the relationship that I had with my body. And what I realized was the confidence that I feel in myself actually has nothing to do with the way that my body looks and the size of my body. And it has everything to do with the way that I show up for myself. If I am keeping the commitments that I made to myself, especially related to my body, I am going to feel good in my body. If I am taking walks and hitting the gym and stretching and prioritizing my protein and drinking my water and getting my veggies and fruits in, if I am doing those things, if I'm taking my supplements, if I'm getting sleep, if I'm doing all of those things, I am going to feel good within my body. And I stopped holding myself to a standard of like, we have to get to as thin as possible. And instead, I started to focus in my life on how do we become as happy and at peace as possible in our lives. So I have reintroduced the scale to 
I would say not my daily routine, but my routine in life, because I've realized when I stepped on the scale at the doctor's office, I felt very neutral about the number. I am not upset that I have gained weight. I don't look in the mirror and think that I'm fat, although BMI tells me that I am obese, and we'll talk about BMI in a little bit. But I am at a place in my life where I feel really at peace with my body. And I trust that my body is going to do whatever it is meant to do. And my only focus is showing up as powerfully as possible for my body. I have goals this year to drop some body fat. I have goals this year to increase my strength. I have goals this year to transform my physique, not in a way of I want to be thinner, but in a way of I want to be stronger. I would love to have a little bit more muscle definition. I work so hard in the gym. I would love for that to be visible to myself when I look in the mirror and to the world um, because I work really hard for it. And I would love to feel like people can see that. And I would love to see that even more within myself. When I look in the mirror, I certainly feel like I look like a woman who goes to the gym and that's because I am a woman who goes to the gym and you get to make that decision that you look like a person who is fit and goes to the gym because you work out and go to the gym and you're working on your fitness. That's something that you get to decide for yourself. But as I've reintroduced the scale to my life and am weighing myself periodically just to check in to see what's happening, to see how the changes that I'm making behind the scenes in my life are impacting my body. I think it's a really good time for me to talk about how you can improve your relationship with the scale. If you're in a position where you maybe would like to drop a little bit of weight, you'd like to lose a couple of pounds and you're taking a healthy approach and you're really taking care of yourself and you're not following a restrictive diet and you're not cutting out food groups. Obviously, if you choose to do those things, so be it. But I don't believe that that is creating a sustainable level of weight loss for you. I think that doing those extreme kind of things puts us in a place where we end up gaining weight back. And I am a testament to that many, many, many times in my life. But if you're in a position where you're on a weight loss journey and you want to improve your relationship with the scale, I would love to share with you some of the things, the mindset shifts that I have done and some things that you can do, some things that I have not done, but that you could do if you feel it's something that will help you improve the way that you look at the scale. So the first thing that I would think about is what are you making the number on the scale mean about you? I think that this is one of the biggest issues that as women, we struggle with. We have this thing of like, if I weigh over 200 pounds, that's wrong or that's bad. No, it's not. Says who? What are you making the number that's looking back at you on the scale mean about you? Are you tying how much you weigh or the size of your clothes or the size of your body to your level of worthiness as a human being? If that answer is yes, then it's worth giving some consideration to how do I change that? How do I start to value myself and see myself as a worthy human being, regardless of the number that I see on the scale? What happens when we have a really negative relationship with the number that we see on the scale or our bodies in general is we often then push ourselves to a place of doing extreme things to try and create the change that we want to change. So if you step on the scale and you see a number that you don't like, you might immediately go to thinking like, how do I get this number to change as quickly as possible? And when we take approaches like that, it's generally not going to be something that is sustainable long term. But what are you making the number mean about you? Do you believe that it means you're a bad person? Do you believe that it means you're ugly? Do you believe that it means you're worthless? Do you believe that it means nobody will love you? Do you believe it means that you'll never be able to change and you'll never be able to live in the healthy and fit body that you want to live in? What do you make that number mean about you? And how can you work on shifting that self perception that you have of what that number means about you, because it doesn't actually mean anything. Nobody knows what that number is except for you and your doctor. It's not like the world looks at you and sees a number. 
but if you have taught yourself to look at yourself and see a number, then you're certainly going to believe that that's what other people think about you. The next thing that I would take into consideration when it comes to improving your relationship with a scale is asking yourself is if you see the number as an indication of the level or amount of effort that you are putting into creating the changes that you want to see. Do you, I know we all have felt this. I certainly have at points in my life when I was obsessed with the scale and didn't have a healthy relationship with it. Let's just say on a Monday, I did everything quote unquote right. Like I ate the way I was supposed to. I did my workouts. I took my walk. I I got my sleep. I drank my water, whatever the things are that I identified as being healthy at the time. I did all of those things. And then the next day I step on the scale and the scale has gone up. And I'm thinking, well, shit, I guess I'm not trying hard enough. And this is why dieting can be such a slippery slope, because at that that's the connection that we have in our mind of I stepped on the scale, the scale went up, what I did yesterday wasn't good enough, I need to eat less, I need to move more, I need to restrict something else out of my life. That's when we end up creating a really toxic relationship with the scale and a really toxic relationship with food and exercise. There was a point in my life where I would over exercise, I would do extra cardio just to see the number on the scale go down. The second time that I lost 120 pounds, I remember I was so obsessed with getting down to 155 pounds that I would literally come home from work and I would weigh myself. And if I wasn't down a little bit after a day of eating and drinking food throughout the course of the day, I would do an extra session of cardio. And then my expectation was always, I'm going to wake up the next day and the scale is going to be down. I was doing things like that, restricting extra calories, doing extra workouts, because I had this belief that if the number went up, that was an indicator that I didn't try hard enough the day before. And I want to let you know that that is absolutely absolute, absolute bullshit. This is a good time to say you have to understand that the scale is going to fluctuate from day to day. There's really no reason for you to step on the scale every single day unless you have a really healthy relationship with it and the number doesn't impact you at all. You don't need to step on the scale every single day. And the scale, if you do step on it daily, is going to fluctuate because of things like your cycle, hormones, carbs, poop, exercise, muscle soreness, dehydration. There are so many things that are going to impact the number on the scale. The number on the scale going up is not an indicator that you did not try hard enough. The number going up is not an indicator that you need to eat less or work out more. So please work on making sure that you're letting go of that way of thinking. The scale is not the only indicator of the effort that you are putting in. The next thing that I would say when it comes to scale, and this is a really big one, something that I've talked about forever and ever and ever, when it comes to your weight loss journey and the scale, you have to learn to really focus on the things that you can control. Much like I just talked about in that example, like say you did every single thing right, quote unquote, for the day, and then the next day you step on the scale and the scale has gone up. You have to understand that ultimately that number on the scale is out of your control. And when we get into a place where we're trying to control it, that's when we find ourselves sliding down that slippery slope of doing really toxic things to try and manipulate the number on the scale. So you want to make sure that you're not doing that. Instead of only focusing on the end result and what it is you want to achieve, the weight loss goal, start focusing on the things that you can control on a day-to-day basis. Start focusing on the way that you're eating, on the way that you're drinking, on the way that you're exercising, on the steps that you're getting, the sleep, the, the stress management, the supplements, all the things that you can actually control. Give your precious time and energy to doing those things instead of obsessing over the fact that the number on the scale has gone up when ultimately that is out of your control. You are going to live a far happier your life in every single area. When you start giving your time, energy, and attention to the things that you can actually change and control, don't give all of your power to the things that are ultimately out of your control. 
Another thing that I have never done, but I have seen people do that has helped them when they do want to weigh themselves because they want the data, they want to be able to track the numbers, but they want to get rid of the feelings that they have around the number on the scale. It might be helpful if you try and switch the numbers to a different metric, a metric that you don't understand. So for instance, if I weigh myself in pounds, maybe I change it to stones. I have no idea what the conversion is between a pound and a stone. So if I change it to a stone and I step on the scale, I have no idea what that number actually is. Obviously, this might work for you. It might not. It's totally up to you. But if there's a reason why you would like to track the data, maybe your doctor has asked you to track your weight daily, or maybe you're working with a coach or a trainer who has asked you to track your weight daily, know, number one, that you can refuse to do those things. But if you want to do it so that you can keep track of the progress that you're making moving forward, this might be a helpful tool for you. Another option, and this is something that I did, rather than switching the numbers to a metric that I didn't understand, I just stopped weighing myself. And a lot of times giving up the scale can create a host of fears within people. And that's an entire podcast episode in and of itself. If you want to hear me talk about that, because you want to give up the scale, let me know and I'll create an episode for you. But you can stop weighing yourself and you can request to not be weighed at doctor's offices. I literally did this for years, even before... I had myself weighed when the medical examiner came to my house um, for our life insurance. I, at doctor's appointments, requested not to be weighed. When I would go to the doctor after that, I requested not to be weighed. And sometimes they would ask me and I would say I've struggled with a binge eating disorder in the past. And it's, I'm not in a place where I feel okay weighing myself. There's also an option if your doctor requires you to, which I'm pretty sure shouldn't be a thing. But if they did, you could face backwards on the scale so that you don't see the number and you could ask them not to tell you the number. But you can put the scale at your house away. If there's someone else in your household who likes to weigh themselves on a daily basis, maybe you move the scale to a spare bathroom or to another room in the house where they can step on the scale when they need to. But you don't have to look at the scale on your bathroom floor every single morning feeling tempted to step on it, knowing that that number is not going to do something positive for your life. The next thing that I would say that can be really powerful is to focus on non-scale victories. There are so many ways for you to measure your progress beyond just the scale moving. It's so fascinating for me. I think that when we are obsessed with final results and the number in certain things, whether it's in our coaching businesses around the amount of money that we make, or when it comes to our weight loss journey and the number on the scale, we get so obsessed with that number that when we don't see it changing in the direction that we want it to, we convince ourselves that things are not working. But if you're only hyper-focused on the number on the scale, then you're missing out on a lot of opportunity to see that things are actually working. Are you sleeping better? Are you stronger in the gym? Do you have better endurance? Are you less stressed out? Does your gut feel better? Do you have less tension headaches? Are you a nicer person to be around? Do you feel proud of the way that you're showing up? Are your clothes fitting better? Have your inches decreased? Like there are so many ways that we can focus on improvements in ourselves that have nothing to do with the scale. But so often we just get so obsessed with that number and we feel like this is the only determining factor of whether I'm doing things right or whether I'm not doing things right. And we allow it to be the thing that either makes us feel really good about ourselves or really bad about ourselves. And the last thing that we want is for that number on the scale when you step on it in the morning to be a determining factor of how you're going to show up for yourself that day. There were so many times in my life where I stepped on the scale and the scale went up and I was like, you know what, fuck it, because what I'm doing is not working. So why should I even bother? If you're a person who struggles with all or 
or nothing thinking, and this is a habit that you have gotten into where the number on the scale determines whether you're going to treat yourself with love, kindness, compassion, and respect that day, please do yourself a favor and put the scale away. I did an entire episode number 330. It's titled Celebrate Non-Scale Victories. If you're looking for other non-scale victories to look out for in your life, I recommend listening to that episode. There are so many things around you that are worth focusing on, that are worth acknowledging, that are worth celebrating and giving your time and your energy and your attention to. Don't be so blinded by what it is that you want to see happen on the scale that you miss out on all the incredible opportunities around you to celebrate the progress that you are making forward. And then I just want to close out this episode by reminding you that BMI is absolute bullshit. I saw someone recently on social media who basically... I don't know, is in the healthiest mental place right now with her body and with her weight loss. She's been losing a lot of weight really, really quickly and had shared on social media that her partner had said to her, like, I think you should stop losing weight now. And she said that she wants to lose another 15 pounds so that she can be in a healthy range BMI. My BMI says that I am obese. And I am okay with that because BMI is not taking into consideration the amount of muscle that I have on my body. BMI is not taking anything into consideration other than my relationship with gravity on the scale and my height. And it's really important for you to understand that BMI is a very outdated system and does not take a lot of things into consideration. Maybe you do need to lose weight. And I'm not saying that you should not lose weight just because BMI is bullshit. I want you to be your happiest and healthiest, but also trying to get to a healthy BMI is often going to be incredibly unrealistic for a lot of us. I think that my healthy BMI range is like 135 to 150 pounds. I'm five foot nine. And when I was 150 pounds, even I was fit and I was strong. I did not look well. I looked a little bit emaciated, like I hadn't eaten in quite some time. And I was not at a healthy place mentally. It's so important for you to remember on your health and fitness journey, yes, weight loss might be your goal, but I'd encourage you to stop calling it your weight loss journey and start calling it your health and fitness journey and really take into consideration what your actual goals are. Because it's really easy to get into a place where all we want is weight loss. And in pursuit of achieving that weight loss, we actually end up neglecting our health and fitness. Okay. I love you guys so very much. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I would also love if you shared this episode on social media, if you think that there's somebody in your world that could find value in listening to it. And of course, I'm going to ask if you have not already, please leave a rating and review on the queen of pep talks podcast. Your ratings and reviews help the show grow by introducing it to people who are not already familiar with me, the queen of pep talks, Jessica battle. I love you. I'm so grateful that you're here and a part of my community. I appreciate you beyond words. And I will talk with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. So I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year. It means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.